Welcome to This Might Be a Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time. They might be giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and I'm here with Sid. Uh, are we going Sid Punk here? Yes. Sid Punk, a, a man in a long line of punks from Granddaddy and, and, and Mama Punk all the way down to Sid Punk here. And we're going to talk about the song, I Should Be Allowed to Think. Off of the 1994 album, John Henry. I saw the best minds of my generation Destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical I should be allowed to glue my poster I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to glue my poster I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to think How's it going, Sid? Man, it's going great. This is very weird. Why? I'm not used to this kind of thing. I've never done a podcast before. Oh, hey. Uh, Popping your podcast cherry. Right. Yeah. Did I mention this podcast about the cherry popping daddies? Oh, man. (laughs) You remember? You were were you even alive when they... Yeah, there you go. Hey, if you look on that... Oh, roll that, that one bass drum head out of the way. I got a pretty kick ass from my very first kit. Look at the one that's behind there. You're holding two right there. Look at that one. I believe there's oh. a Cherry Pop and Daddy sticker on there. Yeah, well, this is very punk. This is circa 97. Okay. Yeah, there is Cherry Pop and Daddy's right there. Yeah, that's the least respectable one. But hey, we got... we got. Uh, I don't know, man. There's the Blink wagon. 182. Okay, but we got... we got. Yeah, well, this, is, this, was, this was the... Uh, Dude Ranch era of Blink-182. Okay. I this, don't know. I don't this this is the pre-Travis Barker Blink-182. I mean, I see... I feel like you uh, listen to a lot of Fat Rat Chords releases. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And we got... Lagwagon was my favorite band at the time. All... Operation Ivy, which is covered by another sticker that says Y2K (laughs) Compliant Drums. (laughs) And my friend made that sticker. See, the thing was, I wasn't covering up stickers because I didn't like the bands anymore. It's just I kept getting new stickers and I was running out of real estate. Yeah. There's some other good ones covered up. There's like four layers of stickers. Yeah, that was for my very first drum kit. Uh, Yeah, actually, I mean, this is only my second drum kit. I've had this one for like over 20 years, but before I started making, like, the logo heads for my bands and stuff. But, uh, yeah, this is not about Cherry Pop and Daddies, thank God, because that band, uh, <laughs> not good. Do they I even mean, have more songs other than Zoot Suit Riot? That, like, I mean, that album, for, I mean, I guess if, if you care at all about that swing revival that happened for, like, two years, I suppose that would be one of the touchstones of that brief era, that the album was front to back good for what it was. Okay, I've never heard it. I like Squirrel Nut Zippers. <laughs> there you go. Then there's Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. I don't even... I've never heard those words yeah. used in a sentence like that. <laughs> I know all three of those words, but not together. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, They Might Be Giants. Uh, you're a much younger man than myself. Right. I remember when we first met, we've got the poster of the Blitzkrieg Bash 5 up here. Right. Uh, yeah. Hosted by our friend Tim. And we both technically opened for the copyrights, which is pretty cool. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tendril de Sound and uh, Outdoor Valor. And I was, I, well, I played twice. I was in the Lafayette Chainsaws, the Ramones huh. cover band there, too. Yeah, I remember that day. That was a good day. And you jumped up and, and sang on, uh, I believe, Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. No, we played uh, Beat on the Brat. No, you yeah. jumped up and we played Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. Did did I really? You did. I have no memory of that. Yeah, you did. I was probably very stoned. But then, oh yes, okay. Well, then we went. Uh, we became, yeah, we became Facebook friends. And I remember like in just inviting you with, with the rest of my friends to like a spot show or something. And you're like, dude, I'm only twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get in. I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm almost 23 now. Yeah, now here he is. He's he's drinking a Bell's Two Hearted Ale, right? Like, like, like a like a man over here. 
He's got some hairs on his chin. Uh, so much chest hair. It's man. all grown up. Yep. There <laughs> and other places. <laughs> it's awful, man. It gets in my fucking <laughs> smoothies and Well, actually I pour my smoothies on my chest. Oh. Yeah. Well. So this is gonna be that kind of podcast episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this might be a podcast after dark. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, how I I remember I don't I don't know if it was right when you were getting into the MIP Giants or no. if you were just on a really big kick. But we we both just discovered that uh, we both liked them, and because we met each other, I guess through punk stuff, and we're like, oh, we both like the MIP Giants. And then we were just constantly like quoting lyrics to each other on Facebook right. for a while there. But how yeah. did how did you get into the band originally? Uh, I mean, I found out about them when I was pretty young. I didn't really care about music until uh, I heard about Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, and then like my dad was like, "Well, these guys have an accordion player, and their songs are really smart and nerdy." And like, I didn't understand the songs at first. I mean, like I I went and looked them up on the internet, and I guess I liked songs like Older and Istanbul. Uh, not Constantinople, but like songs like Dead, I just didn't understand them. <laughs> and uh, so they weren't really for me at the time. Um, but then when I was like 14, 15, and I got into punk, uh, my friend who's my bandmate, the guitarist for Tendrils Day Sound, Jack, he showed me the video for Don't Let's Start. And I was like, whoa, well, these guys got a lot of like... Uh, I mean, I thought I kind of thought that they were a novelty act at first, but then like, oh, I heard this "Don't Let's Start" and I was like, wow, this is like profound, like Dylan-esque lyrics. <laughs> like I gotta. So then I went and listened to like the first album, and it was, you know, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listening to that first album that will prove that they're not a novelty band because songs like "Chess Piece Face" aren't exactly gonna get you. Rabbit like, Child, uh, man, that shit's dark, man. What's your is, uh, what's your favorite They Might Be Giants album, if I made you pick? Lincoln. Lincoln is a good choice. That's a good choice. I would say that that's the one where they found that perfect mixture of the weirdness from the first album. They kind of mixed stuff like mixing Don't Let's Start with Chess Piece Face and creating things like Cowtown or something, where it's like, yeah, it's it's got the weirdness, but it's also got the pop. Yeah, and they're, I mean, I think the lyrics on Lincoln are very profound and thought-provoking uh and the music is like uh i mean it's just a god-tier album it's, it's, yeah god-tier well, it's not like just that. the best they might be giants album it's like up there with all with like your dark sides of the moons and your yeah it should be light up, albums yeah. And, yeah hell yeah yeah, and and also just like in in the production kicked up a notch on that one too. It's just such a, just sure. a really good sounding album. Um, and okay, so then, so when you got into them, it was what what was the new album when you were getting into them? I mean, this was the aughts. Yeah? I didn't I didn't listen to it, but it was Nanobots. Oh man. Yeah. You have listened to it since, haven't you? Nanobots is fucking Not great. Not in its entirety, no. Oh, it's so good. No, I do this thing. I'm real OCD uh, now. I, I wasn't exactly then, but when I get into a band, I listen to their full discography in chronological order. <laughs> and I actually have an agenda of bands to do that for, and They Might Be Giants is coming up. Oh, I'm really, surprised you didn't really. already. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I was part of a discussion with a friend uh, that... Uh, it, we were trying to win him over to Sonic Youth, and then he went ahead and did the same thing and went through all of their stuff. I'm like, dude, if, if you're having trouble getting into Sonic Youth, you probably don't want to start at the beginning. You maybe want to go backwards. I mean, they're a weird band as it is, but I'm like, no, start I, with Sister. And no, you're like, I no I'm going to start at the beginning. I'm going to say that if you listen to a band's al uh, discography in chronological order, there's a story. There's sure. a story there, man. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just there are some bands that are are difficult, and some that I don't know. A lot of bands. I mean, that happened with They Might Be Giants, I suppose, too. Like they've always been weird, but like a lot of bands that uh, start out weirder and then kind of smooth. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't. It kind of sounds like it's a negative thing if I say they smooth off the edges, but they kind of like fine tune what they're doing and make it uh, weird yet more listenable, which. 
I think it's definitely what happened on on Lincoln because I love the first album, but I think a lot of people, even fans, probably will skip over stuff like Rabbit Child and Chesapeake's Face and, and oh. the other weird ones. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But uh, I think some people would. Man, I don't even think I can excuse that, man. So if you were going to get someone into They Might Be Giants, would you put on like Hideaway Folk Family and they're like... The, the cross-eyed bears who. been put to sleep behind the <laughs> stairs. What is this band? Uh, it depends on who. I I feel like I'd usually put on Rabbit Child. <laughs> uh, and maybe your friends would be into that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I usually just ask. What, you haven't heard Istanbul, man? Because that was pretty popular, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, see, I feel like if I show them like Doctor Worm, which I probably should do, yeah. like it. It just doesn't give them the essence of what I like about the band, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'd pick a song like, uh, God, there's so many goddamn songs. It'd be hard to pick. Like, uh, that, Well, there's so many different, that, that's the problem, is that they're such an eclectic band, is that you couldn't She's an angel pick. is probably a perfect Sure, but but does that show the weird side of the band? Does that yeah, show enough dude, of the that, weird like, side? That like minimalist intro, that boom. Oh, boom, I love that. Boom. You know, we were, yeah, I was talking about that. But Frank Muffin was the band that I covered that with, and I'm like, man, I I, I love this one because the entire verse is just B. That yeah, it's just that's one note. Awesome. It's man. just one note. Yeah, it's just that that uh, shows what you can do with a, a minimal minimal amount of. Uh, and those lyrics are fucked up, man. Yeah, they're fucked up awesome. Yeah, man. That's what I mean by fucked up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's like, you know, all these songs might say, like, she's an angel and it's a metaphor, but I feel like that song is literally about an angel. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, I should be allowed to think. Uh, is yes. this, uh, so Lincoln's your favorite album, but as far as John Henry goes, is this your favorite song off John Hen- Henry or no, was it just uh, on the spreadsheet? The ones you uh, wanted were picked already. A self called nowhere is probably my favorite song on John Henry. Okay. I picked, uh, I should be allowed to think because it's a podcast and I feel like it's got the most talking points. Yeah. yeah I like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's one like major obvious talking point in it, and I'm gonna make you guess what it is. <laughs> are, are we getting to? Uh, are we getting that deep in yet? Are you are talking we? about lyrics? I don't know. Talking about yes. lyrics lyrically. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's just get right the fuck into it because I have some history with this band, with this song to talk to you about. That I'm not sure if you are familiar with all the history to this song, um, but. Yeah, actually, before we get into lyrics, okay. have you heard the Dial-A-Song version? No. Okay, well, it's time to do that then. All right. Yes. I saw the best mind of my generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical. I should be allowed to glue my poster. I should be allowed to think. I should be allowed to glue my poster. I should be allowed to think. I should be allowed to think, I should be allowed to think, and I should be allowed to blurt the merest idea when by random whim one occurs to me. If necessary, leave paper scenes on the gray utility pole. I saw the worst band of my generation applied by magic marker to drywall. I should be allowed to shoot. My mouth up, I should be a calling show. I should be allowed to do my posture. I should be allowed to think. I should be allowed to think. I should be allowed to I mean, this sounds like it was recorded in the 20s, but then the style. Okay, so there's a big difference. He says, I should be a calling show. That I feel like he should have kept that. Yeah. <laughs> that that seems to change it quite a bit. I should be a call-in show. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. It sounds like it was recorded in the twenties. <laughs> have you ever recorded to a boombox before? Like just straight to a cassette off a boombox? No, not at all. Yeah. See, that's uh, that's what I did when my bands were starting. We'd we'd put a 
because when when Blue Bottle started in 1990, 1992, in 1997, we were literally playing in my parents' garage, and we would have the garage door closed and put the boombox on the other side of the garage door to act as a bit of a muffler, or else it would get all blown out because of the volume. And and those tapes, let me tell you, they, they sounded great. And this, I mean, they're recording onto an answering machine tape. That's why it sounds like that. It's a... Uh, cassette into the, like the little condenser mic where you're supposed to just say you know leave a message at the beep and they're singing a song into it yeah i didn't know at first if there was like any difference besides that it was like uh, like telephone quality but then i realized that the melodies were different and whatever there were some slight differences where the melody would go down at the end of a phrase instead of up that kind of thing um and Okay, so the wiki doesn't know when that. I'm assuming that's from 92 or 93, but a lot of this dial-a-song stuff, and if you haven't yet, you should check out uh, The Power of Dial-a-Song. This guy uploaded. There's these huge bootleg compilations that that came out uh, that someone put out in the 90s, and someone has uploaded them to YouTube. But if you would like an hour and 45 minutes of the weirdest shit you've ever heard uh so very very early versions of stuff as well as songs that you've that have never ever seen a proper album release like how much cake can you eat huh. or uh hi honey i'm home there's just and, and some covers and stuff it's just the weirdest how much cake can you eat sounds like a real frank zappa sort of thing <laughs> yeah how about king of wingo king of wingo king of wingo that don't um, sound like anything. That don't even sound like they might be giants. <laughs> oh, Maine? Well, Linnell was demoing stuff for for state songs already. Yeah, but this is wild. And then there's Power Dial a Song too. So it's just like all it sounds it's that sound quality or worse. But it's so to me it's very endearing. So I I, I think that Dial a Song version of um I should be allowed to think. Really it's it's really pretty much fully formed because you'll you'll hear some on these Dial songs where they've got changed pretty drastically, um, but that one not not so much. Now, have you heard um, the John Henry demos that just got properly released last December? No, no. Okay, so here's the proper demo that they made because it was Electra. They were on a major label, so I assume they had to demo the the songs. Destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical I should be allowed to glue my poster I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to glue my poster I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to think And I should be allowed to learn the meanest idea If I It's a lot stronger guitar presence yeah, I mean, than, than the keyboard. I don't know what it is about demos. Maybe I'm just a fucking punk, but they they always sound better, man. I don't know. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you like that mix better than the... Uh, the album cut i think i do yeah yeah it's like the the john henry demo so they only released it physically it's not up on any streaming services but intentionally and it placed on the billboard charts because of that because fans bought it (laughs) because they had to (laughs) and so that's why i had to email it to myself because it's on my laptop upstairs so i emailed it to myself because i couldn't just hit up youtube for it because it's not on youtube um, but yeah, those John Henry demos, like the guitar presence, like it almost is a more punk version of John Henry. I really think you'd like it because yeah, Flansburg's man. guitar uh, stuff is way more hot in the mix and, and more raw. I feel like there was like a, cool. a millisecond of rhythm there where I thought like, wow, that is that is punk rock. And in that version, he still says, I should be a call-in show. <laughs> and then between yeah, the I don't demo know why. and... I don't know why he didn't keep that. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay, so so I guess we could get to the lyrics then. The 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 talking point. I'm supposed to guess your main talking point. 
Um, yeah. As far as the lyrics go, um, people are bothered. They know what I'm talking about. People, people are bothered. Uh, well, I mean, either we're talking about Allen Ginsberg, or we're talking about. Uh, I mean, I guess an interpretation. Talking about. Um, mm, I mean, just flyering for punk shows, which we are both. We're, we're talking about how. Yeah, so Allen Ginsberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, right off the top, right off the top. And and Linnell says um, that he even asked Ginsberg, he says, the poet graciously gave permission for the band to quote the poem, and in a gesture that harkens back to a simpler time, asked for nothing in return. That is beat as fuck, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Howl. It's a good, good name for a poem. Yeah, I feel like the Beats were were some of the first, like, people that, I mean, first people, I mean, they, they I mean, they started the hippies, which started the punk rockers, so they, they got up there and they were like, we should be allowed to think. <laughs> so I feel like it was a smart move to, like, start off a song called I Should Be Allowed to Think with that. Definitely. You know, fucking slicing fucking... <laughs> Syntax. Linnell's a smart guy. These these are some well-read gentlemen here, the Johns, and uh, they they will drop references. and And they're a cool band. Even in their even pre kids albums, and even this even even aside from like the straight up educational songs, like like on this album you got Meet James Ensor, and that was a painter I'd never heard of until uh, I heard the song. So then it might send you down a rabbit hole of googling paintings. Um, or going to an art museum to see James Ensor's paintings. Um, but, yeah, it's like a reference where it's like, dude, did you know that's from a poem? Oh, it's from a poem? Oh, yeah, I check out that poem. Alan Ginsberg, who's that? And then next thing you know, boom, you're into poetry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was also... Um, a Black Flag reference? Uh what? Yeah, I think there's a Black Flag diss in this song. Where? Uh, I, I feel like he calls Black Flag one of the worst bands of his generation. How, how do you... Because there's that Black Flag song called Gimme, 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 where it's yeah. like, sitting here like a loaded gun waiting to go off. I've got nothing to do, so I shoot my mouth off. Hmm. And then he, you know, the verse... Right. These I, are they might be Giants fans listening. to They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's... You know, they, they reference millions of dead cops in uh, Rhythm Section 1, and, and, you know, it's not the first time they've referenced a uh, hardcore band. I guess that's possible. But, I mean, shoot my mouth off is not that weird of a phrase. That I'm that, that would be hard to... I think to, it is. I, th- it always really? stood yeah. out to me, yeah. And I guess, you know, scrawling your name on, on the wall with a marker is a, a pretty hardcore thing to do. Is it his name? I thought it was like just weird surrealistic imagery of like a band being applied by magic marker to drywall. Dude, it could go so many ways. I mean, that's the thing about the MOP Giants is sometimes, I mean, sometimes the Johns themselves will be like, it's just the words. There's no deeper meaning. And it could literally be about, I mean, I saw another thing about how um, in 1994 in Seattle, they basically banned um, putting up. Uh, posters <laughs> like you couldn't put up posters outside uh, in public in in Seattle and uh, and people were all outraged that it was uh, suppressing their freedom of speech and yeah I'm not I, I'm not sure where it went from there but uh, it it's like the height of the grunge era and the rock scene in Seattle and the city's like no you cannot glue your poster. <laughs> And, and is that people, what this is about? The, the, the people have hypothesized that. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's. Is, that's am why I putting my is, face too close to the microphone? Uh, no, I think you're okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to shoot your mouth off, maybe back up a pinch. Oh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's why this band is such a, a good band to do a podcast about. Is because it's not just like. Well, I mean, with the exception of maybe meet Jen- James Ensor or something like that, it's like, it's not like this is what this song is about. I mean, it's uh, it's can be interpreted in a lot of ways. Now, do you spend much time on the wiki here? Have you spent uh, any time in here? No, I used to when I first was getting into They Might Be Giants, and then I did like for this thing here. So, did you look at the interpretations? <laughs> no, not the interpretations. I, I looked at the lyrics, not for this thing, but when I performed it live. 
and then I kind of went back to the wiki and remembered that it exists, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's essentially it sounds like people are basically kind of alternating whether they think it's a it's a serious song about you know the, the freedoms of speech and the expression, or that it's sarcastic and it's about like teenagers being like. My band is so great, man, and and all of my opinions are the correct opinions and stuff like that. And I think it could go either way. Yeah. How do you I, take it? I don't know why it would be sarcastic. I mean, I guess I get it in a way, but like, I feel like it's multi-layered in that kind of way. Definitely. Uh, I think. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting that he concludes with, uh, "I am not allowed to think." Because you right. you tend to think like thinking is almost the only thing you're allowed to do. I, yeah, yeah, I think that's interesting. Who's going to stop you from thinking? Unless they give you a lobotomy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. At the end there, I, I should be allowed to think. But then yeah, but sadly, this can never be. I am not allowed to think. I, mean, I don't know if I want to get into it. But like, are yeah. we are <laughs> we allowed it. to think? Are we allowed to think? <laughs> are they not controlling our minds? Like, <laughs> do we really know? Are, are you are you of the tinfoil hat variety? Oh, <laughs> vaguely, yes. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah, who knows? There's, I mean, there, the government has done plenty of weird shit in the past. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the government straight up saying you can't put posters up, that is pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, I do understand people. People have yelled at me for putting up posters. Uh, like, that's basically like you're defacing that and I'm like it's just taped on there man if you want to rip it down rip it down it could even be like social like like just about insecurities or something i don't think it is totally but like so what do you think like are you allowed to think like uh do you know you got to watch what you say you know and uh-huh. and, th- and your th- your your words are directly cor- correlated with your thoughts and uh people you know people i feel like i I personally feel like i have to say the right thing and it's got to be exact at like all times this i i feel like we might be being recorded right now yeah that's one thing tapped this phone we're just on the phone right now right we're just talking we're just two guys talking this isn't going to be made public is it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, even when I'm talking on the phone, I, I, I'm always, like, under the impression that someone's listening. <laughs> you are a punk rocker. Uh, the man, man, he's listening. The man's I think, bringing us down. Yeah, I think someone in the interpretations is talking about Big Brother. Yeah, 1984. Yeah, I think this is a reference to the book, 1984, which people aren't allowed to think or they are taken by the thought police. Here's, here's another thing, like... Squeak, squeak. Uh, are, said can that. you control your thoughts, or do your thoughts like wash over you? Like, how well can you control your thoughts? I don't know. Sometimes, man, it's like. Well, I've never been one to meditate. I can't do that. I can't turn yeah, I off feel my like brain. That's the only way. Uh, yeah, and I, I, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I have enough control over my brain. But to like be able the to Dalai do Lama, I'm sure he's got an ego. I mean, he has to. He's <laughs> the Dalai Lama, but he, he's not about that shit. So like. I think it's uncontrollable even for him. I'm sure that dude's got an ego. I, like, <laughs> like people are like eating his shit. Is is that true? I think I've heard that. Literally before. eating his shit. I've heard that before. Right, we're, we're but that was in Google like it. Christian youth group. So Dude, I feel what? like they just want to say like the Dalai Lama is evil. <laughs> uh, um. Mm. And that's mostly talking yeah, I, about. I probably was just lied me. to by the Christian Church. Uh, the Buddhists take pills made of poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Friendly Atheist is the website here. Buddhists take pills made of poop. Different religions, same old crap. What? I don't even want to get into this. Pills is, contain bits of symbolic scatological material. Well, that's not e- symbolic. What is this? I'm closing that tab. That doesn't even, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> yeah, so are you allowed to think? Because I think, like, being allowed to think would mean that you could, you have full control of your thoughts, even. 
I just think it's interesting how he says, like, I'm not allowed to think because mm. I think that's a crazy line. <laughs> Thinking should be free, right? But is it? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I guess it depends how much coffee I've had, but. You know, can I get my brain to stop thinking things? I mean, you you can't keep me from thinking, man. You can't keep me. And then all of a sudden, a thunder, a lightning bolt comes out. And I mean, sometimes me. my soul would like rather go paint a picture, but then like my body just wants to like watch Full House or something. <laughs> as long as you're not watching Fuller House. I've never seen it, man. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, I can't watch you, that shit, man. <laughs> the, the reboots. <laughs> the reboots. <laughs> oh, uh, so I guess the, the one the one thing I would say for the point of it being uh, satirical uh, or sarcastic, rather, would be saying that the the line I should be allowed allowed to blurt the merest idea by random whim if one occurs to me that that this person really doesn't have anything important to say, but I sh- that but right I like I mean this was around the time of like uh, like Pearl Jam and Nirvana and stuff yeah I and mean, I feel this, like this just, came out the year of that ban of the posters that's why people think yeah that he's probably just making fun of the grunge movement. Because, like, it, did Kurt Cobain really have something important to say? Because, like, I mean, I could s- say some of his lyrics if that's not, if I can't be sued for it or something. You can say his lyrics. I don't know. Like, what? Hmm. I don't know. The song Beeswax is pretty crazy. Uh-huh. Like, he, like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, what's the lyric I'm thinking of? Uh, f- like fiberglass insulation dis- disguised as cotton candy or something like that. I mean, he, you know, it's just, he didn't really have anything to say. He had a lot to say, but not like nothing important. Exactly. It's just, you know, I mean, there's, there's all these issues going on in the world. And then like, there's people like Kurt Cobain who just want to like, say weird things and make money off of it. That's probably why he <laughs> killed himself, you know? He wasn't <laughs> 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 well, that's a complex issue right there. These yeah. are some weird <laughs> lyrics, man. So sometimes it's so hard to understand if you don't realize how, how weird the things are that he's saying. Yeah, here's fiberglass. In, uh, if you're wondering, it's gaining monthly. If your world is getting ugly. Fiberglass insulated. The sky is cotton candy. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of even weird. Yeah, and then in like here. the the people that write these songs are like preaching punk rock and stuff, which is about which is supposed to be like this um this freedom movement, which is cool, you know. I mean, I'm not. I actually love these lyrics. I'm not like dissing them, but I'm thinking like there is something to diss about them. Like it, you know. There, there's a lot of things happen in the world to where you're like you're the sky being cotton candy doesn't really like if you're really punk rock go smash the state you know what i'm saying like so you're saying there should be more of a meaning in nirvana's lyrics is that what you're saying there should be yeah. more meaning there and not just is the, that they're too random i'm saying nirvana should have never made music and then kurt cobain Dude. would probably still be alive like bagging well, well, groceries somewhere with like <laughs> okay. a happy family <laughs> <laughs> Never would have met Courtney Love. Never would have met Courtney Love. They met at a butthole surfers concert. That makes sense. On Robitussin. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, both of those things make sense. I, I fucking love Nirvana. Uh, and they came up before. I don't know if you heard the uh, You Don't Like Me episode. Um, but that song, that's off. Um, Join us. And it lists all these things that the person likes, and one of them is Nirvana. So me and the the guy that was on the episode, uh, an Australian, he was a Nirvana fan as well. So we talked pretty extensively about Nirvana. And then I had someone call in, because this is a call-in show. Uh, or rather, they left a message for the next the next episode, and he said he did not like Nirvana. And I was like, what? Well, if you don't like Nirvana, no one cares, dude. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. 
Mike is a cool guy. He's called in a couple times. He's 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 allowed to he's allowed to share his feelings. He should be allowed to feel. You're right, and so should I. Yeah. So like, you're you're allowed I'm to. I'm not tell saying him to you're a bad off. dude, but like, <laughs> there's more important things going on in the world besides the fact that you don't like Nirvana. <laughs> I feel like a dick it was, now. That was not his. That was not the the crux of his. Uh, that was not the the main meat of his <laughs> voicemail. That was just a tag on the end he wanted to throw on there, because we were both like, "What? How could you?" We're like, "Nirvana is just the best." And I mean, Nirvana were were a life changing band for me. And I, I mean, I was What's ten it? when Nevermind came out, and that was like I was just. I was old enough to understand that it was something crazy, but young enough to have my mind blown. I wasn't even alive. I was born after Kurt died, but you know, is is Nevermind your favorite Nirvana album? Uh, I guess it depends how I'm feeling day to day. I'd probably say In Utero, actually, because it's fucking nuts. I, if we're just talking studio albums, I guess I would say In Utero, but then like, does Incesticide count? The thing. That is, you know, for being just a collection of stuff, that is a really solid listen all the way through. And it got me into the Vaselines, which uh, are a major influence on outdoor vlog. <laughs> so great. Can I, love I be the Vaselines. sued for that? Is that. No, <laughs> no. Everyone should go listen to the Vaselines. And uh, even though Scotland has fewer people living there than our state. There's fewer people in the whole country than in the state of Indiana, but so many goddamn great bands have come out of Scotland. Jesus and Mary Chain, one of top five for uh, me. Uh, Bell and Sebastian, Vaseline. I've never even heard them. I heard they're good. Bell and Sebastian. Yeah. Oh, I'll uh, I'll hook you up with a Spotify playlist. Oh, soon. Right. yeah. Probably the best. Well, them and the Vaselines are probably the two best twee bands ever exist is a is, uh, beat happening are they a twee band yeah they're pretty good too yeah. but, but all their albums sound about the same though yeah they got slightly better in production quality but i, I uh, you know um calvin johnson I, I love his whole vibe but he is not the best singer and that was kind of the idea is that it's punk rock and it, no one cares if you're that good at what you're doing no, as I, long as you feel it i love that but like yeah. it's it's i can only listen to like one beat happening album like every like five months probably <laughs> i tried i tried yeah. yeah 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 um oh boy um so i was talking i think this was before we were rolling tape i was talking about how this song is one of the easier songs to play as far as Linnell goes usually when i like with with my pseudo band the exquisite dead guys when we'd cover like you know, climbing the walls. It's in D minor, and for a pianist, a D minor is an easy chord. For a guitarist, that is not a good key for guitars. Not that a D minor chord is hard, but it's not the best key. And then there's like all these accidentals thrown in, and our the guitarist was like, "Why is there this one random E flat chord?" I'm like, "I don't know, dude, because he wrote it on piano, and an E flat ain't shit to him." <laughs> for a guitarist, I'd be like, "Why?" Uh, but this song written by Linnell, has only four chords. And that is very rare for a Linnell song. Oh, in the bridge it does have an issue. Okay. Is that a guitar or a keyboard at the start of the song? It's a keyboard. I figured. Yeah, it's like an organ. It's got something running through it that makes it sound like an electric guitar. I think it's, um, I think it's going through... I think it's an organ going through a Leslie speaker. Are you familiar with that? No. A Leslie speaker is a it's a, a speaker that that has a two rotating speaker cones, almost like a side like an old timey police car siren or something. So you get like this kind of like Doppler effect where it's like wow 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 kind of this weird spinning swirling thing. Okay. And it's definitely maybe you know cranked up to where you're getting a little bit of crunchy gain kind of stuff on it. Like a phaser or something, basically. It kind of kind of has that that kind of effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, draw bar organ. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, um, maybe like an organ you'd hear in like a, uh, like a real sweet Baptist church choir and they got the electric organ, not the big pipe organ, but the electric organ and you, and you pull the, the draw bars out to get different tones and you can get some pretty good crunchy, crunchy, cool, like old sixties rock organ tones out of those things. So 
That's pretty cool. I mean, they have it listed on the wiki as a drawbar organ, not just as like a synthesizer that plays an organ sound. So that's pretty cool. Because I was trying to, it was I couldn't, f- I had trouble deciding what patch on my Juno to do when when we covered it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, cool, cool sound for sure. Uh, anything else about the um, the musical elements, the non lyrical elements? What what do you like about this song? That's that's instrumentally. I like the fact that the keyboard sounds like a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. I've run know. my Juno through distortion pedals before. It can it can sound pretty very guitarish. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, the lyrics are what stands out to me the most in this song. I feel like it's more of a basic kind of rock and roll track in particular. But that's kind of cool in a way cuz yeah. uh yeah, cuz like I said they can their their chord structures and stuff can get pretty complicated, but this one's just like Toe tapping just straight ahead. It's got all those cool build ups. The, you know, I should be allowed to feed. Yes. And then, and then at the end, that whole like. Yeah, it's, well, it's got, it's got a. It's got, it's got the tambourine with the phaser on it, which I think I told you before inspired me to put effects on a tambourine at one point. Like, and I literally pointed to this song. These guys had produced the record. And I'm like, can you make my tambourine sound like that? Just listen like, to Ween, man. They put like the drums through the wah wah and all that. Nice, nice, <laughs> very nice. All right, should we get into the covers section of this show? The covers section. Uh huh. We're gonna hear some covers oh, of yeah. this song. And first, let's hear uh, my friend Astral B. Uh, he has been uploading stuff for friggin' forever, and this cover is from. Let's see. 2008, he posted this. This guy's been YouTubing since YouTube was the baby and has been, has like a million They Might Be Giants covers. He's a very good pianist, plays some accordion as well. I've played a ton of his covers. Check out uh, Astral B here playing, I should be allowed to think, very, very quickly. I saw the best friends of my generation digging that i didn't get that complicated when i was playing it <laughs> this guy's pretty good what'd you think yeah man it's beautiful man it's beautiful beautiful cover of a beautiful song now here's this guy lawrence he's been on a couple episodes before too uh with his covers he's got a guitar he's he's, he's got a guitar first first comment says you are a good musician great I'll, cover I'll just right to the point there so this is from 2016, even though I shot it in black and white, to fool us into thinking that it it's it was old. recorded in the 20s. <laughs> you just think anything from before you were born is in the 20s. It's just from right. the 20s, right? It's from olden times. Let's listen to Lawrence Plays Music. I saw the best lives of my generation Destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical I should be allowed to glue my poster I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to glue my poster I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to think I should be allowed to think very competent cover here scroll down for a second what's that shout out to how do you say that i can't see it from here this what the commenter yes xx zounds xx shout out to that person what about Salmon Savior 3750? Salmon Savior? Salmon. 
Salmon Savior. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Salmon. I just Salmon. wanted to say. Phonetically. Salmon. Phonetically. Salmon Rushdie. Is that him? No. <laughs> he said, great cover. Great cover. To Lawrence, who uh, plays music. It's from a simpler time when people were nice to each other on YouTube. I suppose when you're down under like a thousand views, you you probably don't well, have that, that many That was only lurkers. published in 2016. Yeah, this isn't a simpler time. This is the modern times. That's modern the year times. Donald Trump was elected president. Let's not even know. Okay, now here's one that I think. <laughs> here's here's now I've got one. I think you're gonna like. Um, it's, it's it's this is on SoundCloud. Helio Slinks. Helio S-L-Y-N-X. Um, why just because it's on SoundCloud? Here, you, you yeah. just just check it out. nails yeah, or this something. is horrifying man. horrifying yeah <laughs> <laughs> horrifying terrifying or horrifying uh both both yeah all right well then check out this one <laughs> first okay so it's got this long little this introduction that's all weird and check out the comments on this one it's gonna take us through galaxy. oh it's salmon savior again he says this sucks. I take back your shout out, Salmon Savior. Well, just wait till you hear it. It already doesn't suck. Though. Yeah, right? It's I'm going to a galaxy, man. <laughs> it starts at some point. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is this so ministries is covering yeah. that should be a lot of things I'm glad I'm glad that people I'm glad that people do these kinds of things. Yeah, see this like okay, maybe you don't like the style that this guy Mike Shirley picked. Right, but I'm saying, you know, Salmon Savior. Salmon Savior doesn't like the style, but at least this guy like took it to a new a totally new dimension. Get it? It's full of stars in the video. <laughs> he r- really took it to a different, different, different genre. Fuck like, you, Solomon. Solomon Rushdie, <laughs> savior. Uh, and then you got Till Brain Man seven months ago says, "Wow, the bottom of the bucket for TMBG fans." But then he says, "That said, I will give you this. Pay attention, all those who criticize and balk. At least this guy's producing content. Yeah, right. I'm with Till." He's producing content. He says, how much can you honestly critique this? 
<laughs> well, I don't know because the people who critique it should be allowed to shoot their mouth off and glue their posters. So. Yeah, really, we should all we should be able to make the weirdest covers we want, and people should be able to criticize those covers you're, that we make. You're right. <laughs> Though this podcast has been criticized for criticizing covers. Yeah, this. Though really, <laughs> I don't get that mean. I don't think. I, I could is there, there like are ones the, I don't play that I because I don't want to be mean. Is that the album cover for the Swans album? The my father will guide well something about a rope to the sky. Uh what the stars here? Yeah. Um What's it's the definitely album similar. My father will so, do something. <laughs> My father will do something. Yeah, see, it's a galaxy. Okay, yeah, it's a galaxy. Yeah. Didn't one of those guys do bad things? Michael, Michael, uh, Gerard, Gerard, whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, he would like. Man, he would. What is he? He's not as bad as a Gigi Allen per se, but he would. Um, he would. Uh, what would he do? He would. Uh, turn the heat up to like a hundred. In the in any venue that he would play in, and that's if, dangerous. And he once like if so if somebody was dancing and getting too into it, he would just get off the stage and kick their asses. And <laughs> and if anybody Lord. put their hands on the stage, he would just stomp on their toes. <laughs> yeah, or, or stomp on their fingers with his pretty, toes. It's pretty punk rock, you know. Yeah, to to hurt your fans. Yeah, it, but I don't know if like Michael Garaw should be allowed to think, or if it's the people who he antagonized that should be allowed to think. You know, everybody, everybody it's, think it's kind of deep. If you think about it, should, should the alt-right be allowed to think? I don't know, man. I mean, I listen to Joe Rogan talk sometimes. Oh God. <laughs> Would you call him alt-right? I mean, he's definitely Is a fucking he, I think he's just like unbiased. So like he can uh-huh. be confused for like some right wing dude. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, they should be allowed to think. I don't know. It, sure. I think their decision should are. be um, right supervised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should be held accountable for their actions. They can think whatever, yeah. as long as they keep it in their in their house or wherever their little clan meetings are. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. Well, call well, motherfuckers out. Yeah. Boy, we don't stand for no racism in this hood. <laughs> Damn right. So uh, we got uh, anything else that we should talk about with this song? I feel like we covered it pretty succinctly. It's like we haven't even hit an hour here, and that's, I don't know. Uh, he, he, that's crazy. He was the worst hope of his generation, destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical. He should be allowed to. Sh- is that where he shares his feelings? And he should be allowed to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that speaks for itself. I think <laughs> that Lin- Linnell is personally saying that he was the worst hope of his generation. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if he was. <laughs> Time will tell. Uh, will Tw- it, twenty years later, or will it forever be a mystery? <laughs> uh, more than twenty years later. Oh my god, they've been a band for so long. It's c- c- crazy. Since, what nineteen eighty two? That was you yep. who who was all like. When did they in the at the live ver- taping of the podcast? Look, what does that say? Nineteen eighty-three. That's what I said, right? And Dana corrected me. <sighs> I just ripped this this they might be Giants Dallas song magnet off of my stereo receiver, and it says nineteen eighty-three. Dana, maybe that's just talking about dial a song. Uh, no, it says they might be Giants installing and servicing melodies since nineteen eighty-three. Maybe they don't even know. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> They're probably on a lot of PCP at the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or just, uh, coffee just j- injected straight into their veins. Probably. Have you seen right the um, urethras? D- <laughs> <laughs> coffee enemas. Did you ever see uh, Gigantic, the tale, a tale of two Johns? No. You, you can borrow it if you'd like. The documentary from two thousand. Uh, yeah, two thousand. I don't have a DVD player. You have you have a computer. I do. I don't have a computer charger though. I'm poverty. I'm poverty stricken. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, do you, so you have a computer, but you can't charge it. Yeah. Well, it's like 
bendy and like i have to like hold on to the charger while i'm using the computer because it's like got a short or whatever okay well actually i don't need to let you borrow the dvd player someone has since it's actually gone out of print and someone uploaded it to youtube and apparently people don't care enough to take it down it's actually in full on youtube gigantic a tale of two johns the reason i was asking because the great andy richter reads some of the lyrics uh there's there's a bunch of like um Harry Shearer, uh, uh, Janine Garofalo. Like, there's a bunch of, like, fairly, you know, cool comedian type and actor people that read little uh, lyrical excerpts throughout the film. And Andy Richter uh, reads a little bit of this song. Yeah, that sounds marvelous. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. You you should watch that. It's from the Mink Car era. Um, So even that was a long time ago, and someone needs to make a new documentary to cover... Because that's that's like halfway through there at this point. They've like doubled their career since then, pretty much. Oh, <clears throat> I think now it comes the time when I'm going to make you score this song. Score this song out yep. of what? Out of 10. Out of 10? Have you not listened to any of the episodes other than the one you came to live episode? Uh, I Yeah, I, I heard like the doctor, the first episode and the Dr. Worm episode. Yeah, so we scored the songs. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Cover we didn't play. What cover? Our cover. Do we want to play it in here? Do you want me to drop it in? Yeah, go ahead. We're doing a song from John Henry called I Should Be Allowed to Think. Make some noise. Out of like, out of like, they might be giant songs or all songs in the world. It, it seems that it's been it's been determined that it would be ranking it within their discography. So oh, like okay. your absolute favorite, they might be giant song would be a ten, and you're you're ranking. I should be allowed to think against that, and you may use decimals. Eight point five. Eight point five. Not bad. It appears that I've already ranked it on the wiki here. If you create an account, you can score the songs. You got a nine. And I gave it a nine. So clearly, I need to stick to that. I can't be uh, uh, breaking my own. Well, I well, suppose you should I could be allowed to think. Ring. You should be allowed to. I should be allowed think, to change man. my mind. This is a pretty great song. That I think I'm gonna have, have been to. A lyric. I think I'm gonna have to take it down to eight, though, just because I, I have to think long term here. And if I look at my recorded episodes, I mean, just think about like Rabid Child. I'm trying to remember pretty, what I that's, scored. That's Rabbit like Child. what comes to mind as like a ten. Rabbit Child's a ten for you. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a flat eight because it is real, real solid. But I gotta think about the uh, the Doctor Worms and the Anna Ings. It's uh, not quite up there. But can, can I plug my album? You may. I'm gonna plug my album. Plug your album. By the time it'll you be hear, out by July. Yes. By the time you hear this, it'll be out. It's not out yet. It. You can go to a uh, Quickwit. That's capital Q U I C W I T dot Bandcamp dot com. The new album is called Ascension of John Nance, mm-hmm. and it is uh, two and a half hours of <laughs> songs recorded from 2015 to uh, 2018. Wow. And so this is not tendrils. This is not tendrils. This is solo, entirely solo. Oh. And uh, it'll probably be my last time recording like that. It all sounds like demos, and I think I'm moving on up in the world. Moving on up. Yeah. Yeah. You should come record here at this studio. I should. I'll, should move, I'll move you on up. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm recording with a friend this summer. Nice. Who's produce some album. i'm gonna plug her to elena camara you can go to her band camp and she's got some great 
tunes up there, man. Great tunes. Is she local? Synth pop. No, she is in Chicago. She's lived here before, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't name did that sound familiar. Uh, cool. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to that. So now, now you have, you've basically set your own release date that you, you have yeah, to get I it have up by to mid get July it now. By July. I mean, it's all finished. I got album <laughs> art and everything. Oh yeah. You're just good, don't man. have a computer is the, that's the main thing. Go but, to the library, man. Yeah. Get a I library shall get card. it done. It's, it's really easy. Yeah. Now that I have like a reason to, yeah. <laughs> now that I have a reason to live. <laughs> <laughs> which it's is music pressing yeah. music is the reason to live all right so let's listen to a bit of sid's song gonna grab a hold of me a euro yum here all right man. and um do you want to should people find you on any social medias uh i don't have like a page for my solo works you can look up tendrils day sound on facebook and i usually will like post stuff i do there and uh you can add me as a friend my name is sid godby mullendor on facebook.com that's s-i-d space g-o-d-b-e-y hyphen m-u L-L-E-N-D-O-R-E. So it's not really Sid Punk. You've lied to us this whole time. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. And You should be allowed to lie. You, you can be... Yeah, I should be. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can uh, add me, but just don't, just don't be annoying. Don't be <laughs> no like promises. a spam. Don't be like a dude who's trying to get money off of me because then i'll delete you i'll i'll give everyone a chance but <laughs> can i i post ads for like discounted ray-ban sunglasses to your page <laughs> at least once or twice yeah okay three times that's too much all right sid thanks for being on oh yeah that's no, fun it's my pleasure i like having people in the studio actually next to me i do most of these things via call and uh it's always a lot more cool it's cool and personal to have people in the basement, getting licked by my dog while recording. Oh, yeah, man. It's more punk rock. Yeah. Which is just a synonym for real. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it real, man. All right. With that, I think we'll call it a day. Peace right. out. Godspeed. <laughs> Please join us on Twitter at This Might Be a Pod. Facebook.com slash This Might Be a Podcast. Email me, This Might Be a Pod at Gmail. And you can leave voicemails at 224-801-2930. If you really like what you're hearing and you want to support the pod, please visit us at patreon.com slash this might be a podcast to uh, donate and get some exclusive content and some merch. Thanks again for listening, everybody. 